0: Hello, hi, and welcome to this edition of the Diwali Podcast. Once again, you are with me, your host, Ntengeri Kuseli. And I welcome you to this episode where I will be talking about a crucial aspect in a person's life. And this is perspective. Perspective is how you see something. And when I talk about perspective, I am not simply talking about how you perceive other people to be, or how you perceive something to be. I'm talking about how you perceive yourself. What do you think about yourself? When you think about who you are, what do you think about yourself? If someone were to ask you, who are you, and you would answer honestly, without saying things to sugarcoat yourself, without acting like you're in a job interview and you have to sell yourself, but actually being honest from deep down in your heart. If someone were to ask you, who are you? What would you say? What would be your response? And that's something that I would like to teach you about. Perspective, how do you see yourself? Again, what I will be saying will be backed up by scripture. I am guided by the holy book. I am guided by the word of God. And I would advise you to do the same. I will be getting my reading from Numbers 13, verse Verse 17, 18, I will jump to 27 to 33. It's quite a long passage, but I hope you can bear with me. It's as much important to read all of it. Now let's get into it. When Moses sent them to explore Canaan, he said, Go up through the Negev and on into the hill country. See what the land is like and whether the people who live there are strong or weak few or many. Verse 27 going down. They came back and gave Moses this account. We went into the land to which you sent us, and it does flow with milk and honey. Here is its fruit. But the people who live there are powerful, and the cities are fortified and very large. We even saw descendants of Enak there. The Amalekites live in the Negev, the Hittites, Jebusites, and Amorites live in the hill country and the Canaanites live near the sea and along the Jordan. Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, we should go up and take possession of the land for we can certainly do it. But the men who had gone up with him said, we can't attack those people they are stronger than we are and they spread among the Israelites a bad report about the land they had explored. They said, the land we explored devours those living in it. All the people we saw are of great size. We saw the Nephilim. We seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes. And we looked the same to them. Thank you for listening. Now, perspective. Just try to think about who you are yourself? What do you think about yourself? Who do you believe yourself to be? Where do you see yourself going? Who do you believe you are? That is the most important thing you can have, belief in yourself, because the mind is a clean slate. When I say the mind is a clean slate, what I'm trying to say is, Nobody wakes up with motivation and nobody wakes up with self-loathing and self-disdain. There has to be an external force that influences your perspective of who you are. There's always an external force that is outside of you that influences your mind. Now, it's either the world gives you a perception of who you are based on how they see you or you can look up to God your maker to define who you are because the Bible says for in Him we live and in Him we have our being or our identity that means you can either find your identity in God in Christ or you can find your identity in the world and when you, when you find your identity in the world, when you let the world define who you are, they define you based on what they see. But man did not create another man. Man did not create anything. It is God who made us. And you cannot argue with a manufacturer about their own product. It's impossible. You cannot know better about a product than it's, it's manufacturer, and in this context, when I say manufacturer, I mean God, because God is the one who created us. And there is no way that a man can have a better perspective of another man without God inspiring them. It is only God who made us, who knows us fully. He knows what he put in us. He knows who we are. And if we want to find the truth about who we are, the truth about what we can achieve, there's no other place to look for that truth except in Christ Jesus. Because if you look to the world, the world will define you based on how they see you. And if you look at yourself, if you see yourself, you're not where you want to be. You are not at the place you've always wanted to be. And when the world will define you, They will define you based on what they are seeing. Based on what they see when they look at you. Based on what's outside. And what's outside is not always a reflection of what's inside. You can be carrying greatness inside of you. Yet it hasn't manifested yet. So you have to search for the truth inside. And then you have to let it manifest outside. So the world's perspective of who you are is always, always wrong. The world's perspective of who you are, what the world will think of you, can be cruel sometimes. They will look at where you're coming from. They will look at what you have. And they will define you as inferior. They will define you. And they will tell you you cannot achieve what you want to achieve. They will tell you you cannot make it because they are seeing what you have and or and, and what you don't have. But when you find your perspective in God, when you let God influence your mind, influence the perspective of who you are, He will tell you according to, to what He put inside of you. And believe me, He made you. He knows better than your parents. He knows better than your and the people you look up to he knows better than anybody else only he can give you the true perspective of who you are now let's get into the scripture that we have read we are seeing moses sending spies 12 spies from each tribe of the nation of israel he took one well, one spy so they are 12 tribes and they had 12 spies. So he's sending 12 spies into the land of Canaan to go and explore it because it is the land that God promised the forefathers starting from Abraham. And at this point, the whole motivation, the whole motivational of factor of an entire nation of thousands of people is resting in the hands of of 12 spies, 12 people are carrying the perspective of the whole nation. Now Moses is trusting them to go into that land to explore how it is, to see what it's like, to see how fruitful it is, to see how fertile it is, to see the land in general. And now they're coming back with a negative report. There are 12 12 spies, and out of the 12 spies, 11 spies are saying, we went into that country, and it is really good for farming, it is really fruitful. The fruits are so juicy, they are so big. When you till the land, it multiplies 10-fold, 20-fold, 100-fold, it's a really good land, but... But, we found giants. We found the Nephilim. The Nephilim were giants. That's that's where Goliath was coming from. They were giants. They could go up to seven or eight feet. They were very gigantic and very muscular. And these Hebrews were people who were short. And they didn't have that great of a physique for battle. So they're saying, we looked like grasshoppers in their sight. And you have to understand that none of these spies interviewed interviewed any, any person who was living in the land of Canaan. This was simply the perspective of themselves they had hammered down in their mind. They had not met anyone living in the land of Canaan to ask, how do they see them? No. This was simply their own belief system manifesting, speaking out. In their saying, they saw us as grasshoppers. We looked like grasshoppers. It was not the Nephilim. It was not the Anak, it was not the the Canaanites who had said the Israelites were grasshoppers. No. It was they themselves who saw that they were grasshoppers in their sight. What if what if the Canaanites saw them and were afraid? They would have never known. They simply saw themselves as grasshoppers. And that was the, the first step to being defeated, believing you cannot make it, believing you cannot achieve it. In the formula of failing, in the formula of quitting, before you quit physically, you quit in your mind, and these people had already checked out, they were willing to settle for less than what God had promised them, because God was calling them into a land where where it was already occupied by by giants. But they saw saw themselves as as inferior. Nobody told them they were grasshoppers. They simply saw themselves as grasshoppers. They had the wrong perspective of who they were. Now, listen to one man, Caleb, saying in verse 30. Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, we should go up and take possession of the land for we can certainly do it this man had a winning mentality this man had a champion's mindset he saw the land and he believed that they can certainly take it that they can certainly conquer it you know sometimes when when god tells you that you you have to do something When God puts a dream inside of you, do not think there are not other players in the same field. For example, I am recording a podcast right now. And I believe it will bless a lot of people in a lot of countries because of the internet. I shouldn't believe, I shouldn't have this thinking that there are not other people doing successfully well in the same area there are, but there is space for me, there is space for my gifting, there is room for me in this world where I will be successful. And if you're trying to set up a company, if you're trying to set up a business, whatever you're trying to do, do not think you will be the first one to do it. There are other people doing the same thing. But what you have to understand is there is room for you in this world. There is space for you to achieve what you want to achieve. There is always room for a gifted person. And there will always be room for a gift. And this man, Caleb is believing that they will certainly take possession of the land. The land is theirs. That is the first step to winning. That is the first step to conquer and to being victorious. Believing that you can do it believing that it is possible. And as much as perception originates from the mind, you have to be careful who you let speak to you. Who you allow to speak to you will influence you. And who influences you will influence your belief system of who you are. It doesn't matter if you're great but you can kill your greatness, you can kill your seed by being around people who don't believe in you. The whole nation of Israel was wrongly influenced, thousands of people misled by 11 individuals who didn't have faith. Now imagine who you surround yourself with. Imagine who are your friends. Imagine who influences you. Imagine what you allow to go to, to, to enter into your mind. Whatever you allow into your mind changes your mentality, influences your mindset, and it manifests outwardly. And take it from me, believe in the Word of God, discover what God says about you, discover how God thinks of you, and believe me, God thinks of us. When he thinks about us, he smiles. He has good thoughts about us. That's what he says in Jeremiah 29.11. His thoughts concerning us are good. They are to prosper us. They are to elevate us, to magnify us. God has never had a thought, an ill thought towards a person. He thinks highly of you. He believes in you. He believes in the seed that he put in you. He doesn't believe in your strength. He doesn't believe in your power. He believes in his power that is living inside of you. That is why it will never be you conquering, being victorious. It will always be God living inside of you. And that's one of the reasons why God will always lead you into a battle that is seemingly tough. The reason why he will do it, let me say this again. God will always lead you into a battle that is tough. He will never let you walk in the park. He will never let you leave on easy mode because he gets the glory. If he lets you fight a battle that you can use your own strength for, you won't thank him when you win. You will simply believe that you could have done it all alone. But he leads you into a battle that he knows human and physical strength cannot conquer. He will always lead you into a battle where he will call the deepest realms of spirituality in you to come out and to manifest. Because he wants you to rely on him and he wants to get the glory. Man was never meant to take the glory. God is. He is worthy of the glory, not us. So God will always lead you into a battle that is tough, that is hard, that is seemingly impossible because he wants you to rely on him. He wants you to trust in him. That is why in the land of Canaan, there were giants living there, but as much as it was God leading them, victory was a certain victory was guaranteed. Because success, victory, is always guaranteed in the life of a believer. For it is not us, our own strength fighting. It is God working through us. And with God, all things are possible. And you have to change how you think about yourself. You have to develop a positive attitude, a positive identity of yourself. Create a positive a positive identity of yourself in your mind. You know, there are people who commit suicide because they believe it will not get better. They haven't been to the future to see if it won't get better or not. No, simply they believe that it will not get better. And because of that, they make permanent choices like taking your own life when you have so much that you can give to the world and i believe that no matter where you're listening from no matter who you are no matter where you're coming from there is something in you that you have to give to the world there's a gift in you that the world has to witness and you are a blessing you are a good person regardless of what you think of yourself regardless of what you have done there's always room for forgiveness in jesus and There's always room for a gift. Cultivate your gift. Believe in yourself. And before I close, I would like to take you through several scriptures that talk about how God thinks about a man. We will start with Isaiah 41, verse 14. It says, Fear not, you worm, Jacob, you men of Israel. I will help you, says the Lord. And your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Again, Isaiah 41.10 says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And lastly, Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, Whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. That's Philippians 4 verse 8. The Bible is encouraging us to to set our minds on things that are positive. Do not give your mind over to negativity. Stay away from negative voices. Stay away from people who don't believe in you. Stay away from people who don't see your greatness. Stay away from people who despise you. Get connected to people who are going somewhere because one gift will always initiate another. If you are with a person who is moving towards their gifting, their purpose, they will always inspire you to do more. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you.